always wanted to do something of my own. It's been a roller coaster ride with the logistics guys, but mm-hmm. uh, we didn't expect so many people, you know, showing an interest mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. If you have an idea which you strongly believe in and have the spirit of entrepreneurship thriving inside you, then trust me, this is the show totally for you. From the family of Reach Skyline, I welcome you to the seventh episode of The Business Boss. And I've always believed there is a pinch of marketing in every human's blood, no matter whether they are into business. And I think because of this importance. Marketing has been defined by various people in different ways. Some people say it is all about uh, telling and selling, while some some people say it is all about the value. And some people say it is difficult to market a product, while some people say it is difficult to market a service. Too many confusions. So that is why we are going to hear it from the marketing person herself, whom we have brought to the show today. I'm sure that she is going to delineate the various aspects of marketing by talking about her journey as the Chief Marketing Officer at Gulabs. So let us not wait and welcome the guest of the day today, Ms. Ruchika Gupta, the CMO at Gulabs. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much for a warm welcome. Thank you, ma'am. So uh, without any delay, we will directly jump into the question. So uh, tell us about how did you started your career in uh, marketing and how was your journey with Gulabs? So I did my MBA, general okay. MBA, mm-hmm. with all the subjects of uh, marketing being covered. Okay. However, I wasn't very sure whether I was wanting to get into marketing or not. Mm-hmm. So uh, initial years just before Gulabs involved the uh, getting rigged up and trained with mm-hmm. groundworks related to different domains. It was okay. just, you know, I always wanted to do something of my own. Mm-hmm. For that, you need to know something relating to every department, right? Be mm-hmm. it HR, finance, anything. Mm-hmm. So, initial few years went off in, in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gulabs just came by. So, mm-hmm. uh, f- first five years in uh, mobile ads, mobile advertisement mm-hmm. and uh, entertainment. Okay. Um, let me know a lot about various domains. I wasn't really enjoying marketing then. I was more into product and ops. Oh. Marketing, I thought, is not really my cup of tea. Is what I thought then. Oh. But uh, my uh, my MD is his aunt, who's a seventy-year-old auntie. Her name mm-hmm. is Gulab Bhandari. Okay. She used to make these uh, wonderful delicacies. She okay. is from Rajasthan. Mm-hmm. And they used to have all these items like you know khakras, masalas, mm-hmm. sharbats, mm-hmm. and all these items were made naturally at mm-hmm. home. Obviously, nobody uses chemicals, right? Yes. So uh, without any essence and stuff, mm-hmm. everything was made very naturally. It was really, really uh, delicious. Okay. And we used to see her getting orders mm-hmm. from friends, families through word of mouth. She used to get orders, and she used okay. to uh, fulfill those uh, requirements. Mm-hmm. But however, always the order, the demand was more, and the supply was less. How much can one person do by themselves, right? True. So that's when that's when when we all met up once. We thought, why not bring this under an organized setup? Why not mm-hmm. um, give this a proper form factor and bring the, these products? Let it reach the world also. Why why just to select a set of people? Okay. So that's when uh, a group of us uh, got together mm-hmm. and uh, we did our homework and market research around the competitors. Uh, what are their USPs? How will we stand apart? Mm-hmm. How should the packing be? Because the product we knew, the most important thing being the product, that itself was superb. 
there was no correction needed for that but the but the look look and feel and the way you make it reach to people that was a challenge, challenge. so it took us almost a year to finish doing all the groundwork around it okay. we set up a factory in in chennai itself we started mm-hmm. a factory a small uh, setup with mm-hmm. a small team of say 6 7 people okay okay that's when we started it about 5 years ago and mm-hmm. uh, uh, i was initially i just had plans to just help them you know get it rolling okay. and then i would mm-hmm. leave mm-hmm. that that was the plan okay uh, but <laughs> today i think 95% of my time goes in gulabs and <laughs> uh things changed because um it gave me a new dimension in itself i mm-hmm. never thought i could do marketing mm-hmm. uh, it all started with you know and it's not a fixed plan mm-hmm. see you know you have this product you have to make it reach the store or what do you do with it so that's when all your ideas and your creative juices start flowing mm-hmm. so uh, it was very interesting when i cracked the first few deals you no know, wherever i would go i'm like this is crack mm-hmm. now we can get our products placed here we can sell it there so that gave me a lot of confidence and mm-hmm. and food i am a foodie so okay. both put together mm-hmm. i then realized that marketing is only my strength i think i should okay. be fully into it so that's mm-hmm. how i got into it that's very interesting i also read about gulabs in the website and uh, it is interesting uh, it is very interesting to many people and in fact inspiring i would say so talking about which uh, uh, so it's quite impressive to know how you started off and especially about uh, gulabs they always say that in business it takes the right eyes to see the opportunity in front of us and i guess that uh, you have you guys have seen the spotted right opportunity at the right time so moving on uh, so there are so many uh, uh, women out there who are like uh, the gulab ma uh they have their own ideas to make the goods at home and even the snacks at home but somehow they fail at some point in taking their products to the outside world so for them uh, what would you like to say how they could actually take baby steps uh, in taking their idea to the market so so for an idea to to be successful to go to the market there are multiple things involved okay um, your your product your mm-hmm. promotion your placement mm-hmm. so uh, product i'm sure it will be great because every uh, every house has a cook and a speciality of their own which nobody else can ever be mm-hmm. because india is, is a diverse country with that kind of a uh, uh, tradition and talent mm-hmm. a lot of talent goes unnoticed and uh, true uh, unrecognized these days so what what they can do is if if they know that they have a strong product Mm-hmm. Uh, which is unbeatable mm-hmm. they could probably start with uh, word of mouth mm-hmm. they could start showcasing it in exhibitions mm-hmm. in um, gatherings mm-hmm. so a lot of exhibitions uh, don't have these requirements of you know fssai license if it is food i'm saying any industry be it they might not need a gst registration you know all those norms and licensing uh, which which these ladies will not be having initially so mm-hmm. they can participate in various exhibitions these days there are loads of exhibitions at least pre covid times there have been uh, there are virtual exhibitions methods to showcase your products so mm-hmm. i think that you will have to do initially just to get uh, response of more people mm-hmm. apart from the your neighbors and your family you need more people's validation also right so i think that will be the first right step mm-hmm. there on probably people of similar uh, genres and like minds can get together the moment you get recognized 
be it in an exhibition or in a gathering um some or the other media will definitely pick it up because mm-hmm. these days there is a lot of importance being given to uh, uh, uh small scale or cottage scale talent and there on you you might either have bigger companies approaching you to you know to see how you can work yeah. together mm-hmm. or or maybe a group of these uh, small scale uh, working talents can get together and create something out of their own mm-hmm. you have loads of people these days beat in gujarat kerala tamil nadu uh just getting together you know like kurumbashree for example in, in kerala mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. loads of uh, housewives just getting together with their talent creating whatever they have to and selling it either mm-hmm. a bigger company will absorb you will will onboard you or smaller companies or people who are yet to form a company will just get together and start something of their own that's interesting i'm sure uh, the listeners who are listening if they have such women or met such women in their lives they'd be telling the points that you have been telling uh, the listeners now so moving on uh, talking of gulabs uh, it is basically uh, your marketing a food which is a consumable and a perishable product how do you think it is challenge how, uh, how do you think it is challenging to market a product like this when compared to marketing the other normal products so perishable items like you rightly said it is it is quite challenging we we have uh, although we are into packaged snack items mm-hmm. all of these have a shelf life it ranges mm-hmm. from as low as 6 months and as high as 2 years okay. so i do face difficulties with it mm-hmm. but uh, i think once you know about the nuances you it's okay to turn your marketing skills mm-hmm. accordingly for example um we we also have items which uh, which cannot be kept outside which has to okay. be refrigerated like okay. a thandai which is 100% natural mm-hmm. so um, you can keep it outside maybe for 5 to 6 days but beyond that it will get spoiled mm-hmm. there's no preservative in it so so what we do around it is different like for example we offer it only to those retail stores which have a refrigerator mm-hmm. like when we uh, uh, do the logistics when we ship it out we put dry ice and we send it so that it can withstand the the heat and the non refrigerated condition mm-hmm. so just need to plan accordingly now when you supply your other products even with 6 months shelf life mm-hmm. to the retail stores mm-hmm. you don't dump it you don't give it an excess quantity mm-hmm. you minimize what you're sending it it might involve multiple trips mm-hmm. but this is better than getting expiries and things like that so you just need to plan uh, plan your moves accordingly okay so uh, talking as you were saying there are so many delivery uh, partners involved in taking your product to the customers so there is no direct contact to the customers here so how did you manage to create the brand image and made sure that you delivered that brand um, experience to your customers so uh, like what you are rightly saying about 70 to 80% of our purchases happens through retail stores mm-hmm. so there there is no direct uh, co- coordination with the customers but in order to get the the direct feedback from customers and see how they are reacting because your future steps depends on how the customers feel about your product yes. you can do course corrections accordingly mm-hmm. so what we did was we started participating in a lot of uh, exhibitions okay exhibitions mm-hmm. uh, wherein people put up their products on display right mm-hmm. so in chennai and other cities we have very aggressively participated over the mm-hmm. last two and a half three years Okay. so that has given us a very good uh, insight and feedback about how customers feel about your product what what is the reaction to taste mm-hmm. what are the suggestions for other flavors 
or what do they do with your product how do they actually use it so there we got a lot of more ideas if i uh, say that you know thakras i am having it with tea mm. it's a snack right i might have it as a breakfast or with tea mm-hmm. or in the evening mm-hmm. i used to get these ideas from from the housewives or mothers in the exhibition saying you know they are putting it in their child's tiffin box okay or a hotelier a chef came to me and told mm-hmm. me that you know in their events in their parties mm-hmm. this is the bite size snack so this is easy and neat so mm-hmm. they use it in different events mm-hmm. so you get more ideas when you speak to your customers directly so that is one thing which we did Okay. Second, we we do a lot of review system, review and feedback system. So people okay. who buy our products from our website or Amazon or other sites, mm-hmm. we send them, we contact them basically to get a feedback. Mm-hmm. So that also helps us. Okay. Um, third, we do a lot of promotion and sampling outside stores. Okay. So we get articles from the retail stores and we keep our kiosks there, mm-hmm. and we promote our products by giving out samples to the people who walk in there. So there also we get immediate. Uh, interaction with the customers so these okay. methods have helped us okay and so, uh, apart from that we don't really get into uh, on ground activities but what we felt has been useful is digital marketing we've done okay. uh, ads we do ads mm-hmm. on uh, our page okay. so so branding is of course there our logo goes everywhere so you know people mm-hmm. when they see it they should know that yeah this is gulabs is i did uh, check on your uh, social media pages and pages in linkedin they were very impressive you are keep on updating about the products and you know having that customer engagement so talking about which something unique about gulabma is not just uh, the taste but also its packaging so tell us about how did you i mean what are the efforts that you made sure to create that uh, identity for your uh, products so in terms of packing it it was very challenging okay because we wanted to do something very different how does a okay. person uh, pick up a product when a customer is going to a shelf mm. he see 10 different brands of the same product mm. he he will obviously tend to pick up what he already knows mm. if he has to pick up a new item the packing has to be very different and eye catchy oh. right yes so we got our designing done by somebody in pondicherry oroville okay. basically mm-hmm. oroville is known for uh, for its uh, tradition and very sober kind of look you know no jingbang and things like that so okay. um, so we also resorted to the same because it it is in sync with what what we stand for we represent mm-hmm. traditional recipes and authenticity mm-hmm. and no uh, um, unnecessary uh, elements to it so that is exactly what our products if you have seen it has a very uh, a sober cardboard Mm-hmm. and uh, we we don't use plastic at all it's strictly okay. against plastic mm-hmm. so all our syrups are in glass bottles okay that cost us a bomb in terms of packing in terms of logistics mm-hmm. there could be breakages at times but we've never thought of uh, going back to plastic so and the product's properties also remain fresh and good when it is contained in uh, glass mm-hmm. that then in terms of khakras on masalas we do it in foil foil packing okay. for it to remain fresh you know packing packing mm-hmm. um we have stickers representing the different flavors mm-hmm. colorful nice stickers mm-hmm. but uh, we've never thought of going to plastic that's nice the packaging uh, one of the important pieces in marketing as i i could recall as you said it is something that represents uh, the product itself So uh moving on further you were saying about how uh, deli- uh you would be delivering it so talking about the delivery support partners 
so obviously for a product like yours they are very very important so how did you make sure that they you maintain a healthy relationship with them at all the points so um, it's been a roller coaster ride with the logistics guys but mm-hmm. uh, that's also because of the earlier inexperience with them so mm-hmm. it's it's been a great learning for me and okay. uh, uh, the and it's a growing curve so it's not like you know you follow the same funda throughout mm-hmm. it's, it's been growing initially we started with one logistics partner but as we grew we realized that we need to optimize things mm-hmm. uh, like for example some courier service will have its strength in south somebody mm-hmm. will be strong in the north mm-hmm. somebody's um, calculations for uh, arriving at numbers will be different Mm-hmm. somebody go by the volumetric weight or the actual weight so all those things what what i did was about 15 to 20 different courier and uh, cargo services across mm-hmm. india i understood from them as to you know if you send out something from chennai to bombay for example mm-hmm. for example 100 mm-hmm. kilos how much would they charge how how many days would it take to reach mm-hmm. would they handle it with care because there is glass all those mm-hmm. um, you know permutations and combinations i had to understand figure out and then now we have three or four partners on board so okay. if it's region wise it's different for south mm-hmm. i use this person for north i use that person if mm-hmm. it's a faster delivery i use air mm-hmm. surface or air you know all those combinations mm-hmm. are there so you cannot maintain it with just one person you have to have a chart and uh-huh. then figure out what if it's 1 kilo it's different if it's 1000 kilos it's a different partner mm-hmm. so logistics is quite complicated but it's very interesting <laughs> once once I guess so the way you explained is also very interesting so moving on further during this pandemic time you also had to deliver because of the panic buying so tell us about how did this panic buying impact the sales and how did you uh, manage the manufacturing facility uh, considering all the hygiene protocols so there are two things now okay panic buying is panic buying is different because uh, that's something which nobody's ever faced that's a new experience for everybody mm-hmm. wherein you get to know randomly from a store that if he's been buying x amount of goods from you mm-hmm. now he's demanding 10x mm-hmm. it's a direct 10 times jump mm-hmm. so uh, then you understand the situation that yeah people are getting really scared that they don't know whether something would be available the next day so they pick up whatever is there and yes. uh, in every state this happens that the people who were manufacturers who were supplying from another state is not able to do so because of various challenges you don't have manpower mm. all the migrant workers are moving here and there mm. you're not allowed to open the factory during the pandemic you don't have uh, logistics to send out something so the person who's there in that city that person juices out whatever best you can so mm-hmm. we being in chennai we'll be the first ones to be able to send out products mm. so what we did was we took permissions from from the uh, gcc Okay. With all approvals in place, we were allowed only forty-three percent of people. Yes. So, so we mm-hmm. sent them out whatever limited people we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took vehicle pass. Uh, we had our uh, warrior drivers who were, you know, who never said no to working even in those conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all protocols in place, like your mask, social distancing in a vehicle, not more than two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, using gloves, sanitizer being a must in the the vehicle and at mm-hmm. factory. So we followed that from day one. because okay. we understood the seriousness of the situation mm-hmm. and um, whatever products we had then and whatever we could do mm-hmm. whatever was feasible with those limited people we we took up those on priority okay. uh, we communicated the same to the retail uh, store and our distributor as well that this is what we can do at the moment mm-hmm. 
so there was a mutual balance and arrival at you know these products these numbers this is what we can do right now mm-hmm. and as the relaxation grew mm-hmm. with the lockdown going by uh, we were allowed to keep a few more people mm-hmm. then we took up those products which were having more demand at that moment mm-hmm. and basically what we have are all essential goods only as spices mm-hmm. um agras sherbets being mm-hmm. summer sherbets also has a good uh, immediate demand so mm-hmm. so yeah we were able to uh, not cope up to the entire requirement because that was yeah. much more than what was expected of course mm-hmm. but uh, at small small intervals it took us multiple trips but we started you know sending out daily dispatches instead of trying to cater to it in one shot and losing mm-hmm. out on the daily requirement mm-hmm. started sending it on a daily basis so like okay it's okay. an additional effort from our end but that's okay mm-hmm. it's nice to meet the customer remains we have to take an extra step as you said especially during this lockdown uh moving on so I, when i read through your profile i got to know that uh, you are an expert in digital marketing so uh, there are so many people now who are who are doing digital marketing like they start up a fb page and then instagram page do uh, post in the whatsapp groups and so many but still getting the lead and converting them into a customer is quite a challenge so uh, please give a few tips to the listeners on how to convert a lead into a customer by making them push that call to action button through digital marketing so so i will not say i'm a expert in digital marketing okay i've uh, <laughs> i've done more of uh, marketing through any mode basically i have not stuck on to any one particular one method particular thing. Okay. whatever works for me i i try out all of those okay. so um, and it's very different also it's not your usual ads mm-hmm. ads and stuff um however i'll tell you about the ad bit first that's okay pretty easy for to understand uh one is your the image that you use the mm-hmm. banner that you make which mm-hmm. grabs your attention it's just like your products packaging what what does the customer see when it's an ad it has to be of good quality you can't have um blurred stuff on it it has to be very clear very crisp mm-hmm. communication to the point what mm-hmm. are you talking about is it about a product or a service so that is one thing and it should be of a topic which is very generic and should be of relevance to the customer for him to click right mm-hmm. so so that is one second once he clicks on the ad wherever he's routed if he's directed mm-hmm. to the website or wherever Mm. that should contain page. yeah the landing page basically should have again very much relevant information as mm. to what you spoke about in the ad just that the details would be more mm. if you say something on the banner and you say something else on the landing page your customer is not going to convert so mm. so the information has to be very precise mm. and uh, more than text it's all about images people register on their mind what you what you see or watch right mm. so images or video could be used more than text Mm-hmm. and uh, your usp if, if you understand what the customer requires and you solve that problem that is what you speak about then obviously it will lead to uh, a conversion and then how can the customer get it have all the details don't don't leave any uh, questions in the mind of the consumer unless it's a very uh, a very unique question mm-hmm. like how can the person avail the service what are your usps is it really price efficient Mm-hmm. um how are you different from others i think if you answer these you are sorted that's nice and when i went through gulabma's uh, website i got to know a lot of information not just about your products uh, i heard that you are also having this blogging where you keep writing about uh, different uh, 
food items especially to maintain uh, uh, the hydration during the summer that's quite impressive as you said we have to keep engaging the customer in order to get the people into first to pull, pull the traffic and then convert them into a customer so uh, moving on uh, for every marketer the marketing campaign is like a child so uh, could you please tell us about your favorite or memorable marketing campaign that you have conducted so i think one which i remember is uh, a campaign which we did around tea masala so we have this masala okay. chai powder okay which has uh, pepper the black pepper mm. uh, dried ginger and cardamom mm. and everything is of very good quality there is absolutely no compromise mm. if you open the masala sachet itself you will have the aroma talking for itself we, we don't have to say mm. Anything. Mm. and just a pinch of it is used in a cup of tea just add a pinch of it the the flavor and the aroma mm. will be very unique Okay. So uh, it's a very interesting item, and as you know, India, India has a lot of tea consumers. Uh, their morning starts with tea, the day goes on with tea. Mm-hmm. So that was the most common and relatable item which we thought we should promote. Okay. So what we did was we had a campaign on Facebook and uh, Instagram mm-hmm. about people who can um, just demand for a packet of for a sachet of free tea masala for trial, mm-hmm. and uh, we would send it to them. all they have to do is register by just giving their address name and number okay. and even courier it to them so okay. we did this activity with about 20 to 25000 people across okay. india we got a humongous response okay um, something for free <laughs> something which people would either ways want and uh, uh, the details that was conveyed was very much to the point and two people can have have tea tea masala basically so uh, this got us a good response in a weeks time we got these numbers and then we dispatched it we had a lot of people pouring in their feedback we had a nice okay. covering letter which spoke mm-hmm. as to why are we doing this activity and if they could share their feedback and if they wanted to repurchase it they could come to our website and uh, buy the mm-hmm. entire box if they would like so that was a very interesting uh, campaign we didn't expect so many people you know showing an interest mm-hmm. in it yeah that was good it's interesting ma'am I'm finally coming to the favorite uh, question of my show. That is, uh, what is your source of resilience? Because to be in the business, we definitely need a lot of resilience uh, to keep up with the changes as well as the challenges. So, what is something that keeps you going and keeps you pushing forward? So, um, I think for anything, be it business, be it be it any aspect of life, it, mm-hmm. it involves. Uh, an emotional angle also to it mm-hmm. uh now in work of course there is uh, a necessity for person to wanting to be to be employed mm-hmm. it could be the money it could be anything right multiple sources for me mm-hmm. for me it's been the freedom that's been given to me i i handle um, the marketing bit the the operations the mm-hmm. handling of the overall production at the factory mm-hmm. uh, so and i'm not being questioned So, okay. so I think that power and freedom that's been given with with the responsibility that you know whatever she decides will be keeping it in mind that it should be at its best. So that's something which which keeps me going because I know if I had joined any other uh, MNC any other company, mm-hmm. it would just have been a hierarchy related thing, a nine to six regular monotonous work. Here, what I get in terms of freedom is something which will never be obtained anywhere else. So that is one big thing. Second is the emotional angle to it. So, so uh, when we started this for Gulab Aunty, okay, 
you know it was like we knew she had the talent but mm. it went unrecognized right so the idea behind starting this was not about money but but about getting her the right the limelight mm-hmm. yeah so and you know having done quite a bit for it like laying the groundwork and any company when you start that's the most important bit right the foundation has to be right so quite a bit of an effort has gone in the last four years mm-hmm. well have we reached this far i mean these are baby steps still but a decent amount of recognition has come all this way yes so we know we have much more to reach and once you tread the path path you cannot leave it in between so that keeps oh. you going that you know you have to just go faster and and food being such a wonderful industry it's yeah. growing at a unbeatable pace every day there is something new to it so you have to uh, just keep moving forward at a fast pace as every day nice. there are 10 restaurants being opened cafes being opened yeah. um, there are different trendings there are different items being yeah. um, trending on social media you really need to keep up with everything so there is no time to sit back and think Why did we start? We go forward. Yeah, <laughs> it's just about being in the forefront. Hmm. When you said about the freedom and the responsibility, I got reminded of uh, Spiderman's dialogue: "With great power comes great responsibility." I think that is something kept you moving in the business too. So, and uh, I would like to congratulate you. for your recent award from asia food congress and awards i guess for uh, being uh, the most uh, influential person in the food industry congratulations to you and best wishes for the whole gulabma team and uh, for being such an uh, you know easy person to talk with because right from the beginning you have been so easy and telling me about your journey uh, so i'm sure that listeners would also have enjoyed the same Thank you so much for being yeah. on the show, ma'am. Thank you so much, Abhi. It's been a wonderful uh, uh, journey talking talking with you. You also made it very comfortable for me. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. So, my dear listeners, I'm sure that I, as I promised you before, you have got to know the different aspects of marketing, especially in the food industry. And I'm sure that I'm going to meet you in an another episode with another interesting personality. Till then, keep learning and keep growing all together. Thank you. Reach Skyline. Embrace digital.